behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Looking at your Herald headlines for the first Wednesday of 2022, January 5. Frontline health workers frozen out. Hundreds of medical staff placed on the front line to battle COVID-19 in the Eastern Cape will not be returning to work in 2022 as their contracts have lapsed and the health department is unable to keep up with salary payments. Also off the front page today, accused claims computer told him to kill friend. He believes his mother was eaten by stray cats that he owns every computer in the world and that President Cyril Ramaphosa is an undercover Somali national. These are just some of the bizarre ideas in the mind of Abdirazak Wasi, accused of murdering another man because a computer told him to do so. For more on these and other stories, visit heraldlive.co.za. Each one of us has a story to tell and a story to share. A story that deserves to be heard. A story that inspires, motivates, and gives people a reason to keep going. A story about our triumphs as individuals and as a team. A story about our humble beginnings and what the future holds for us. A story about our heritage and that which brings us together. It is these stories that connect us. The Herald. Whatever you live for, we live to tell that story for you. Behind the Herald headlines today, talking pit bulls. Always a controversial topic and likely to attract robust opinion. Too often in the news as a result of tragic incidents such as the recent attack in Zwide carried in the Herald in which three-year-old Simonkele Kovu was mauled to death by a neighbor's dog. Are pit bulls bad dogs? Are their owners bad? Or is it bad training? Joining us now from Pitbull Federation of South Africa, their spokesperson, Linz Rotenbach. Linz, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. This is a thorny issue. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it is a thorny issue. And before I start, like I do with all my interviews, on behalf of all of us decent pitbull people who do make up the majority, I am sorry for the stuff that's gone down. But we do have a problem, and I do believe that we need to now start talking hard facts. Bad owners, bad dog, bad training and socialisation. Can you sum it up? Right. Let's start off. It is actually a very complex thing. The American Pitbull Terrier itself is a fantastic breed. When owned responsibly, bred responsibly, and owners know what what they're up against, these dogs are not toys. Over the years, we've seen a massive flood of unwanted dogs and a massive flood in in the population of the American Pit Bull Terrier. And I feel today I need to put this at the feet of the very people who are to blame for this. Somebody needs to tell the truth. And the very blame for for this breed becoming so popular and landing up in the wrong hands sits at the feet of the Pit Bull Advocacy Lobby. We never actually had that many pit bulls in South Africa. They came in in the late 1980s and they were in the hands of a select few people who knew them. And this went on for many years. And in, I think it was either 2005 or 2007, the Michael Vick case broke in America and the world was shocked to see what was going on and dog fighting hit the news. And with this came this whole thing of save the pit bull and pity the pit bull. And stories started floating around just how, how you raised them. And they were the dog for every family. And they were just like other dogs. But nothing could be further from the truth. The American Pit Bull Terrier itself was bred for one thing. And that was dog-on-dog combat, dog fighting. And the interesting thing about that is 
these dogs could never be human aggressive. A human aggressive dog could never be handled in the pit, and so they were cold. But with the popularity of these dogs booming, and all of a sudden the whole world wanting them because you had this massive lobby machine peddling them as these as nanny dogs and you know, just these amazing teddy bear dogs, we ended up with the wrong people getting them. And it became popular. And so what we ended up with was everybody wants a pit bull. Now, the thing with an American pit bull terrier is they are phenomenal with people, but they are not good with other dogs. They were, they could never be as a fighting dog. But of course, when you've got a lobby machine feeding propaganda, nobody considers this. So we've got dogs that are bred, 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 bred. Of course, with the popularity and an opening in the market, we saw a boom in backyard breeding. And something that people need to realize is your dog's temperament is over 70% inherited, meaning if you've got two parent dogs with poor temperaments, you're going to breed poor temperaments. And so now we've got this. And of course, we've got people who've watched too much TV and believe that these dogs are fantastic guard dogs. You can't have a guard dog who's great with people. So they're either made to be vicious or people prized and wanted the dogs that were human aggressive. Then, of course, we've got poor training. Now, dog training and socialization is something that people don't understand. Socialization is not teaching your dog to love the whole world in terms of other dogs. It's to teach your dog how to cope in the world. Now, a lot of people get this wrong. So if they go off to a dog park and they throw their pit bull in amongst other dogs and the dog then, you know, dogs are dogs. They have a scrap and you end up with a mauling. Now, what the problem with human with the human maulings is pretty multifaceted. First of all, maulings don't happen out of the blue. Most dog owners don't realize that it is a series of events that they call trigger stacking that build up and build up. And finally, it's the final straw that breaks the camel's back and you have an attack. And owners say that it happened out of the blue, but it didn't. Maulings also don't happen in a vacuum. There are various things that happen that lead up to a mauling. And unfortunately, because most owners don't understand basic dog body language, they miss these signs. And of course, then when it happens, you know, the world's in shock because how did this happen? My dog's never done this before, but it was a long time coming. Linz, there appears to have been an increase in recent times in these pit bull attacks. Is that just as a result of media coverage versus other breeds? Or is it because of the greater number of pit bulls that we find in the dog population? You know what? This has this is new and it is increasing. South Africa's got one of the highest fatality and mauling rates in the world. It is not due to the media or it, this is happening. And it is happening because we've got people who are just not willing to tell the truth. So we've got this flood of dogs. Now, I am going to be dead honest with you. Nobody does their research. People will speak to their next door neighbor who has a pit bull or they'll speak to somebody who rescues. Rescue people in general do not know our breed. They have never been willing to learn. They've, they run on Google propaganda and of course they churn these dogs out and every time there's a mauling we have victim shaming. I'm going to tell you that I know of cases of rescuers placing dogs who are man biters. I have and I'm telling you straight, it's coming right from the top, from the very organization who is supposed to be our governing body and taking the lead where their societies are placing dogs and advertising dogs who are nervous biters or placing them as guard dogs. We've got rescuers who will take dogs from the scene of a mauling and claim to rehabilitate them. We have got owners who think it's okay to let their dogs roam the street and get out and kill other dogs. Yesterday outside our factory, we had an incident with a pit bull who was running around chasing after a female who was in heat and he attacked a little mixed breed right outside our factory. 
I mean, I've been to the scene of a mauling where nobody would help. The dog had basically taken down the 75-year-old lady, was eating it. When we removed the dog, it was outcry because the dog was euthanized. So we are, it is due to an increase in the population of pit bulls, but we have to ask why is there an increase? And the increase is due to the fact that we have people who are putting false information out there. My advice to your communities is the following. First of all, children should not be owning pit bulls. It has become a status symbol, and we have youngsters who are all wanting these dogs. It's a macho thing. We, they're just not, children are not responsible enough to own these dogs. And I would encourage the communities to understand that you have the power to actually not have these dogs in the communities and you don't want them in your community. I love these dogs, I will always own them, but these are not ideal family pets. In the hands of those of us who are called to own them, they are phenomenal, but it's a lifestyle. You live a life with special gating. You need to understand that your, what your dog is and what your dog isn't. You cannot take a dog who's got a poor temperament and place it in a home. Euthanasia itself is a sore topic. And we're sitting with a problem where people who are willing to put problem dogs down are literally massacred on social media and by the public. About a year and a half ago, there was a dog down in Cape Town who attacked a kid. And the SPCA did what they needed to do, and the dog was removed. There was an animal rights activist who rallied up another group of animal rights activists, and they basically got the dog returned. That dog who has a bite history was returned. How should you react if your neighbours, for example, get or have a pit bull? Is there cause for concern? Okay, if your neighbour has a pit bull and the pit bull's properly contained and the dog is owned responsibly, it's no different to living next door to another dog. But... In South Africa, there is sort of a gray area about whose problem it is. Now, you'll have a, a pit bull that keeps escaping or is harassing the next-door neighbours, and it is a metro problem. It's a bylaw problem, but yet if you phone metro, they do nothing. If you phone the SAPS, they refer you to the SPCA. It is not really in the SPCA mandate to handle stray dogs. The mandate is the Animals Protection Act, but we... My feeling on this is great, your mandate is this, but what happens to these dogs afterwards is a problem. My, I'm going to be dead honest. In South Africa, victims don't have rights. We have laws, one of them being the Animals Amendment Act, but when a, when a victim goes to the police station to open a case, they're shown away. There is nobody willing to stand up and make owners accountable, and this is this is the crux of the problem. We need owners of dogs who are mauling people, who are getting out and causing mayhem in the neighbourhoods to be held accountable. Yet the question I pose to the police, to our municipalities and our local governments is why is nobody doing anything? How many more children die? How many more animals are torn up in their gardens and in their streets before somebody sits up and goes, we have a problem and we need to start holding the very people responsible for this accountable? It's very easy to say, let's ban pit bulls. We ban pit bulls, they move on to the next breed or it goes underground and it's made worse. We need our laws to be enforced. I, am, I myself am tired of trying to help victims and I'm being told by the police themselves that they are not only short staff, but how do I expect them to take this seriously when our murder, fraud, robbery and rape cases are so high? The children well, are dying. Well, all laws need to be enforced, surely. I'm with you 100%. And it's, we're not talking about a kid's ball that's gone over the wall. We are talking about an animal that, when it mauls, removes flesh from bone. 
it crushes bone, it disembowels. Many of the cases I've been asked to give comment on have, you know, I've been sent to photographs and the traumatic injury to the victim, it looks like something out of a horror movie. When do we start holding the very people who are responsible for this accountable? Last year alone, I gave comment on eight mornings. Of those, half were fatalities and half of those were children. Final question for you, Linz. So, Pitbull Federation of South Africa, what is your position with regards to banning? Or should there be a screening process before folk are allowed to have pit bulls, partial banning? How would you like to see things operate? The Pitbull Federation of South Africa is the one organisation that in South Africa that really has thrown themselves behind the breed. The Pitbull Federation himself, and we certainly often speak about this, we feel that we do need some kind of legislature that controls this. Now, we're not calling for an outright ban. What we are saying is we need things like, if you own a Pitbull, your dog has to be registered, microchipped, and there needs to be a database. Your dog has to be sterilized, meaning you don't just get to breed these dogs. If you own a Pitbull, you are responsible for that dog. There needs to be certain things in place, like your property security. Your dog needs to be going to dog training. You yourself have to make sure that if your dog escapes, you are held accountable. I mean, ESL itself makes people scared. It's actually a fantastic thing if done properly and managed properly because basically it doesn't just apply to pit bulls. It applies to any breed that can potentially cause damage. We do not own dogs that cause minor damage. All dogs bite, but not like ours. So yes, Pit Bull Federation would like to see harsher punishments for owners whose dogs more people. You would like to see some kind of legislature and management of these dogs, and not only our breed, bull terriers, bull bulls, German shepherds, rottweilers. We basically, it boils down to, since we cannot trust the public to be responsible with their dogs, it needs to be managed by government. And it is something that we have been speaking about, working towards and advocating towards because our dogs are in trouble. We're not going to lie and tell the public that it's not pit bulls. We are not going to lie and tell you that it's media propaganda. We have a problem. There's only one way we're going to fix that, and that's with accountability. We're going to leave it there. Thank you very much. Linz Rotenbach, spokesperson for the Pitbull Federation of South Africa, joining us today to discuss this perennial problem, which, as I said earlier, tragically raised its head again towards the end of last year when three-year-old Simonkele Korvu was killed in Zwide, mauled to death by a neighbor's dog. Have a good day, Linz. Appreciate your time on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Continuing our chat about pit bulls on Behind the Herald Headlines now, we're joined by well-known Nelson Mandela Bay pit bull owner, advocate, rehabber and rehomer, Marazan Ferreira. Marazan, thanks for joining us. Your experience with pit bulls stretches back many years. Absolutely, Darren. Yes, um, as a pit bull owner, just over nine years and working, rescuing, rehabbing, rehoming pit bulls probably run about 10, 12 years. Too often in the headlines as a result of tragic incidents like that in Zwide recently where a young girl was mauled to death. Are pit bulls getting a bad rap from the media? Are their issues highlighted versus other breeds or are they on the increase? Um, Darren, there's an old saying amongst pit bull owners that if not for the media, pit bulls would have been just another dog. Um, no offence, okay? <laughs> not at all. Also helps pit bulls. <laughs> but yes, I, I think it's a, it's very sensational. I'm actually at the point where I'm sick and tired of it. You know, we the pit bull owners who know better, and I say that with all the respect in the world, we are fed up. 
We're tired of it. We're tired of only the pitbull incident is being recorded and only giving sensational and normally using a photograph that looks terrible. It's not even the dog in question. Um, Rottweilers that recently killed the dog that we all know about, not mentioned in the newspapers. There was an incident of a dog that ripped our owner's hand off in St. Francis Bay recently, not in the newspapers. But if it's a pitbull, the world is aware of this. And for me, it's really just a case of sensationalism. They are these mystical monsters. Um, 90% of the people that has an opinion about them have never even been within proximity of a pitbull. So it's a, it's like this whole story around them with very little facts. Marizan, the Pitbull Federation of South Africa takes a slightly different line. They feel that the public don't know too much about pitbulls and can't be trusted with pitbulls, and they want some sort of law or bylaws implemented which will see pitbull owners screened, and they're not in favour of a total banning of the breed, but they do feel that the public aren't educated enough. I fully agree with that, Darren. Um, I, in fact, I could take that a step further. I would like pitbulls to be and this is obviously not official, <laughs> but I've, I've made the statement, I wish they would ban pit bulls, not to protect the so-called public from the pit bull, but to protect the pit bull from the public. They are abused, they are chained morning, noon and night, they are bred to death, they are sold on street corners, they are sold in parking areas, they are sold from the back of a car boot, anything from 50 rand to 10,000 rand you can buy a pit bull. Pit bulls are lost, they are filling the, the uh, shelters as stray animals, unwanted animals, and all of that, in my opinion, is because the owner is not equipped to handle a pit bull, or in my case, I would be a poor husky owner, I would be a very poor schnauzer owner. People do not do their homework before they get a dog. Pit bulls, unfortunately, are the flavor of the month. So everybody wants a pit bull, hence, in my opinion, the huge amount of pit bulls. If you want a dog, any dog, a pit bull, I mentioned husky as an example. I'm actually a big husky fan. I really wanted a husky when I was a grown-up and I could have my own dog. I read up about huskies and I realized I would be a terrible husky owner. I am too lazy to group, you know, and the walking and all that kind of nonsense. So I never got a husky because I'm not a good husky owner, but I'm a darn good pit bull owner. You read up about the breed, you find out about the breed, you find out what their shortcomings are, what their strong points are, and you equip yourself and you work with that. I know a Jack Russell has a short fuse, a pit bull has a short fuse. So if I take my pit bull out, you've met my dog, she's probably the kindest animal you ever met in your entire life. If I take my dog out, I'm aware of every little thing around me. Everything. I know where there's somebody standing. I know there's a cat on that corner. You have to do that because I know if my dog sees a cat, I'll lose her. I also know if there's a little buck or a goat, she will go and lick it. People need to be competent. They need to know what they're dealing with before they go into, I want a pit bull. Marizan, and what do you say to folk who live in proximity to pit bulls? Your neighbours, for example, have a pit bull. Is there cause for concern? How should you react? No, I don't think, I think it's also, I often get calls. People will complain about a dog next door not getting food or not having water or being alone all day long, and then it ends up to be a pit bull, and they're terrified of this dog. People need to educate themselves. Pit bulls are just another dog, but in the wrong hands, you could have a killer or you could have the kindest animal you could wish for. In closing, Marizan, if you could just give us an idea of how many pit bulls you've rehabbed and rehomed over the past years. 
Darren, I never kept count, but I'm estimating around about 700 plus. And if I may add, not one of them has ever turned on their owners or on the neighbours' kids. Not one of them. We appreciate your thoughts. She's from Nelson Mandela Bay. She's a pit bull owner of many years, well experienced with the breed. She's an advocate for the breed, and she's also a rehabber and a rehomer. Marizan Ferreira, thank you very much for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today. You, like us, I'm sure, hope that we don't have too many more incidents of pit bulls mauling folk. They're often in the headlines, as you said, and it's not the kind of thing that the public needs. That's the one prayer I have every day. Thanks, Darren. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.